All right, all right. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Are You Entertained podcast, your ultimate source for all the conversations and reaction in music, movies, TV, and sports. Trey Alessio. Not sports anymore. Not sports anymore. We still got to throw like like a one-liner in sports so we, we can, can throw we, we have that uh, uh, motto still. And so if you're just new to the podcast, sports has transitioned from the OG podcast to the 3 Pete podcast. Yeah, uh, heavily involved in the NBA talk right now. So big time, like these these degenerate NBA fans, like go into shit that I'm just sitting there silent, and I'm just like, goddamn. Yeah. So if if you love, are you entertained the OG podcast, the sports version? Uh, check out three Pete, download, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Yeah. But technically, it's the same feed, but we I feel same, same difference. Same difference. But yeah, so uh, music, movies, TV, and just a hint of sports. Uh, but then go check out the other one. Sprinkle. <laughs> uh, I'm Trey Lesio alongside the homie you just heard him, Brandon Ogden, in the studio. What up? Uh, you know the drill. Let's uh, get right to it. We have a lot to talk about. Um, it's been a minute since we yeah. did a OG podcast, so we have a lot to talk about. Um, we always start off with our shoot the shit segment, as you know, if you are a returning fan of the podcast this is any movies tv shows you've seen albums or songs that you've heard or funny stories you'd like to tell since the last podcast um i'll kick it off um i went to see the one that like we're not going to fully break down obviously uh, i went to see rocket man the elton john biopic um and i have a question that goes with this i yeah, think I like would be an interesting con- uh, conversation but uh first of all i'll tell you what i thought i i did think it was a good movie. So it is it's unique and different in the fact that it's a literally a musical and you could argue like Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born and movies like that are musicals, but this is legit. But a those musical. are movies that have music in Exactly. Them. This actually breaks um dialogue to go into song. Which this is, is a musical. musical, yes. So one on on one hand, it's very like, and a, we didn't know that you. I, guess I didn't you, know that. Yeah, no one really knew that yeah. going in. I didn't fully know that, um, and honestly, I'm not a musical guy, so that took it a few notches down for me. But on the other hand, from a storytelling aspect, I appreciate it because it's a unique way to tell a right. like a story, a, a biopic story. Yeah, so it was it was interesting in that. I also thought it pushed the envelope in terms of it being rated R and the um, kind of. Not not really controversial for us per se, but controversial in terms of other countries showing this movie. There's a gay sex scene, and I think there was this big thing in like Russia where they cut the sex scene and yeah. all this bullshit. But uh, it, it's definitely pushing boundaries in terms of like being raw and unfiltered. You know, it being rated R. So I appreciated that. I'm 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 very pro. Rated our movies, so yeah. um, I got. It was you, good. I got to tell you a funny story about musical. So to tell you, I was younger, I was naive. Remember when Les Mis came out? Yeah. So my sister really wanted to see it, and I knew nothing about the it. play or the the movie, movie. Okay. when it was uh, uh, dude who played uh, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, was okay. in it, and Hathaway was Anne in Hathaway. it. That's I thought she was in it. Yeah. So I knew nothing about it. I didn't realize it was like an actual musical. Mm-hmm. 
So I came out so freaking mad <laughs> because I didn't realize there's not a word of dialogue in that. Oh, movie. really? It's all music. Oh, geez. Like even when they're talking to each other, they're singing, it's singing. And I had no idea that was going to happen. So <laughs> How I was, old were you? Like 10? No, I was older than that. Oh, okay. Maybe I was like 14. Okay. I was old enough to know. I just didn't take the time to do the research. Yeah. But I never came out of a movie so <laughs> annoyed and just fuck like, this movie. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, that's, so, anyway, that, that's that, my musical story. That, but I do like musicals, unlike you. We, I, we do I differ mean, on that. It, yeah. It's just not really my thing. Like, 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 in terms of the Rocket Man, like, I can appreciate the storytelling, but like... I'm not gonna go out of my way. You to would see have a liked musical. it more if it was more of like a Star Is Born, where or, like, a, or a Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Where like yes. they perform the music, but yeah, in it, incorporate it into everyday life. But um, aside from Bohemian, uh, kind of opposite of Bohemian Rhapsody, um, Tagrin Edgerton or whatever his name is, I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, he actually performed. Yeah, all of it. and he yeah he was sang. on the soundtrack. Cause it's him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? That's interesting. Um, I like Elton John has a shit ton of great songs. So was he better than Remy Malek? I know see, you said Bohemian Rhapsody was better. See, that's the argument. That's right. like on one hand. So this is when I went with my uh, um, some of my family, and they were kind of upset that he sang the songs because they're Elton John they fans Elton, yeah. and they want the songs. But on my hand, I was like, you could argue that he did a better job than Remy Malek because he actually did the songs. Right. I don't know where I land on it. I, I can see both sides of the argument. Okay. I'm I'm more I'm honestly I, you haven't seen it, have you? No. I'm interested to see because it's getting really good reviews. I think it's like close to like in the nine 90s okay. uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm interested to see because if you remember, Bohemian only got like sixty something. Right. So and it won Golden Globe. Yeah. So will this be in the award conversation? Yeah. That's something to kind of. Keep in the back of your mind moving forward. But um, so, yeah, so let's get to the interesting yes. tidbit I have here. So my brother actually my brother went with me and he actually uh, posed this question. So shout out to Ty. Um, so I, I figured I'd bring it up on the podcast because I like it. Um, OK, so what current artists can you see getting their own bio- biopic down the road? So an artist right now, obviously it's kind of hard because their story isn't done yet. Told, yeah. Um, but what what artist do you think down the road has the potential story f- that could amount to a movie, a biopic? Um, here's one thing I texted my brother. One, I personally think like you have to be like super super star level to have a movie. Um, right now, there's not a lot of artists that are like there's there's some great artists out there but i don't know if there are any i can think of a couple and i'll say them but i don't know there's not a lot that are on that level where you're like damn they transcend countries they transcend um music you know pop culture so i don't know for the one that jumps off the bat to me i think i told him is um maybe the love triangle story of i would say beyonce is on that level Mm-hmm. Um, I could see like maybe the the whole um, the elevator incident and then Jay Z cheating and then uh, Beyonce taking him back and then Jay Z apologizing for it on four forty four. I would definitely be interested in that movie straight up. Um, 
you know, Jay Z, Beyonce, Solange. If you guys are wanting a writer, I'll write that shit for you. <laughs> Just uh, finish your story on top, and we'll we'll cut we'll work out the details later. But um, I think one that my brother brought up was like maybe Justin Bieber, but I don't think he's right right now, especially because he's taking a hiatus from you know music in general. I know he had that feature with Ed Sheeran, but. Um, I don't think right now he's on the, that superstar level. He may have kind of been going up to that point at at one at one time in music, but right now I don't think so. But what what do you think? So Eminem immediately comes to mind. I know Eight Miles pretty much his story. Um, yeah, but he's got at least like a, a good story to tell from the struggle to the yeah. fame to the drugs. To coming back from that, yeah, where they could tell that full story, where you have conflict, you have all the stuff with his daughter, with his wife, um, all that stuff. Um, Can I put you on blast? Yeah. Who? Not blast, but like on the spot. Who would you have play him? I feel like that'd be so hard. It would it be a no name guy? It'd probably have to be a no name guy. Okay. Okay. See, I don't know. I I I would love that movie. I just don't see it happening because we got eight mile yeah and i know right. i that's, know it's technically not a biopic but i just it. yeah i just i don't i don't know if the movie if we were to get that movie it would be in like 20 years yeah and I, obviously i'd be here for it because i'm an eminem fan i just i don't know like yeah and that's not necessarily my first choice but yeah that that has to but come you, do you do you like the beyonce take yeah no i do what okay. about like um backstreet boys yeah. About all of them, sp- then splitting up, then kind of coming back later. I mean... Or like Britney Spears. Britney... I would say Britney Spears has a more compelling story. So when I when I think about like a biopic in a movie, there has to be like some sort of conflict. Like, like but more conflict than just a band breaking up and coming right. back. Like Backstreet Boys, yeah, I, I just don't know their story that yeah. much. Like they may have broken up and they're kind of on the comeback now. Britney Spears has more of that, like she had a mental fucking breakdown, yeah. and now she's kind of on the mend. So that is more compelling to me, at least. Okay. I don't know if she's on that superstar level. I don't know. Um, so we're getting one similar now, but what about the Beatles? So the Beatles yeah. become the biggest thing in the world. See, that'd be a really hard story to tell because it's so there's so many characters and over so like yeah. a long period of time. And, but then they break up. You know, they yeah. all they all go I, solo. I definitely think the Beatles have a story that could be a movie. I just think it would be hard to make it yeah. a good movie because we saw what happened with the Tupac movie where they tried to to crunch too much in, into yeah. one movie. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's tough. Um, it, it, it's hard. To, it, like I said, it's hard to think about because these character, these characters, these people's lives aren't over yet. So um, I don't know. I had one. Uh, one, they're not current, but uh, uh, the next biopic I think that would be cool is Nirvana, Nirvana. and Kurt Cobain. I definitely think that that could, could I think get they just the did biopic a treatment. About Cobain, they did, right? and I don't know if it, I don't know if they just it, it's been like yeah. maybe a year or so, but. And I watch that shit. That shit is dark as yeah. fuck. Well, it's hard like to watch. Bon Jovi. Um, I don't know enough about them. What what happened to them? I mean, what what would be like the conflict? Did they I, break yeah, up? I, I don't. Well, I think Bon oh, Jovi's just, just one guy. John Bon Jovi. 
but it was a band, right? I don't know. I don't know either. But like a big superstar. <laughs> but or you're like just Mick saying Jagger. more in terms of like yeah. superstardom. Mick Jagger. Okay. It, the thing is, it's probably going to be some type of rock band that was really big in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Would be my guess. I don't know. I, I, I'm still going with the Nirvana thing. I think that that's a compelling yeah, I mean, story. It would probably count. Towards that, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm sticking with my current day pick. I'm sticking with Beyonce. Beyonce being like the superstar about, and then Jay-Z being the side yeah, character. Yeah, what about, what about Aubrey Graham? Yeah, here's the thing. And we're going to talk about Drake a little bit later in the podcast, but I just, where's the conflict in his story? Well, some of the conflict was him just coming up. Um, True. And then you could have the storyline of meeting Wayne. You could have the beef. You could have the baby, the the beef, the beef with Pusha, Pusha <laughs> with Meek, all of it. Yeah. Like, there's some conflict you could. There, you could there is, there. there is. I, I don't know. His story is far from being over. So, but yeah, but it's also. I mean, that's just a success story that yeah, exactly. millions of people would go watch. Oh, I mean, a Drake biopic. Just people love Drake in general. Exactly. So, but I don't know. It's it's a cool question to think Jay-Z about. Jay Z would be a good one. Yeah. That yeah. that like love triangle like yeah. if you Jay Z was arrested you know oh yeah Jay Z has yeah. a crazy ass backstory but um the whole like if you morphed it the out al- the albums like the Lemonade four forty four yeah. and then the um everything is love their their joint album together and kind of made it a cinematic experience I think that shit would be yeah, fire I agree so um who knows I'm sure we'll be getting more biopic news down the line. Um, let's see what else. We both went to go see Book Smart. We last saw Book night. Smart and we saw Aladdin. And we saw Aladdin. We did not drop a unfiltered Cinemax for Aladdin, but we did drop an unfiltered for Book Smart. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. We rank it. Um, we both genuinely yes, liked we d- it. Good scores. Um, do you want to talk Aladdin then too? No, it's okay. Okay, it's good. Will Smith killed it. Yeah, Will Smith did his thing. Put a little hippy hoppy spin on the genie. Yep, it was cool. Um, okay. And a couple songs I just wanted to mention that um, I showed you this one in the car last night. It's called Bad Idea by an upcoming rapper named YBN Corday, um, and it featured Chance the Rapper. Really enjoy the song. Honestly, I think it has potential to be a top 10 song of the year so far. Really, really good, really deep. And then uh, Mac Miller's first uh, posthumous verse, uh, it came on the Free Nationals single. The Free Nationals is um, Anderson Pack's band, who I think is coming out with an album sometime. I don't know when, but um, I don't know how to pronounce this girl's name. She's really good. Um, she was the girl who uh, was on um, Tyler the Creator's uh, "See You Again" okay. song. Okay. Um, the the song is called "Time." Mac Miller has kind of a like a like a soft kind of singy verse like okay it it's just kind of i get mixed feelings listening to it like it's a really yeah. good song but it's like damn i miss fucking mac man sucks so that's a little shoot the shit do you have any anything i don't think i do i can give you a game of thrones update so oh yeah How, where are you season I can't remember if I whatever Battle of the Bastards was. Oh. That was the last one I watched. That might be I my think. favorite episode, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy, right? It was crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I finished. I feel like maybe I start. Is that season six or seven? I believe that's six. Okay, so I'm I'm on season seven. Okay, so grinding. So like, what's slowly. I guess what's the main storyline going on? Do you know? Um, Has it been a minute since you watched it? 
Kind First of, of all, I don't know. Have you given a take on Ramsey? What's your take on Ramsey? Oh, dude, he is cold blooded. He fucking is. He was a great villain. Let me tell you. Let me ask you this question: Who's a better villain, Joffrey or uh, Ramsey? Ramsey, because he was cutthroat. Okay, Joffrey was just a little a bitch. Dick. Yeah, he was a little. Like, I agree. Ang- angsty teen. Yeah, Ramsey uh, fucking crazy. Yeah, Ramsey was almost like, can we just fucking kill this guy? Because like, I can't watch him be this brutal. Yeah. Joffrey was just like kill this guy because I can't watch. Like, he's just annoying. Yeah, um, I agree with that. So I feel like I watched. Yeah, I did watch some of season start of season eight because. Um, wait, wait, seven? You mean seven? Sorry. Okay. Because because um, uh, eight is this just past? Yeah, one. Sam okay. Tolley is just started operating on. Okay. Uh, yep. The, what's his name? Uh, Jorah Mormont. Yeah. I'm trying to remember yeah. the. Is it grayscale? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he just started operating on him. Gotcha. Was the last thing I saw. You still rocking with it? Yeah. So it's definitely season six was to me the best season so far. It's definitely like more faster paced, which I enjoy more than. I'm, I'll be honest. Seasons one through five were a grind. Uh, they each had like a, two or three really great episodes that I like loved, but then there was just a lot of stuff where I was like, yeah, I. I could probably like check Twitter and be okay, <laughs> you know. So like, it's a grind, but yeah. it's starting to really get good. Yeah. See, I fully entrench myself in these shows when I watch them, and I and get I try. Obsessed. Normally, I'm the same way, mm-hmm. but it's just there's just a lot of building up. Oh yeah, because it's there's so many storylines that oh, yeah. it's tough to get into. So many characters yeah. and storylines for so, sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's move on to some movies and TV. So our first nugget, uh, Marvel will be re-releasing Avengers Endgame with Trying new to get footage record. next week. So that was going to be my question to you. Do you think the new footage will actually have any significance towards the plot, or is this simply just a ploy to take down Avatar at the box office? So Avatar actually also did this. Yeah, that's I, I thought I so saw that. So it's a that. playbook from Avatar. Okay. I don't know. Uh, one, they haven't really marketed it. Like it's no. been on Twitter. But yeah, like, you would think that retweeted. they've been like talking about this for weeks, but right. it literally just hit today. Right. right. So, so they just haven't talked about it enough for me to think. Like, I don't know if they're going to get the record because they how, just how close are they? Do you know? I I don't I, I, don't, need, I don't know. I don't know so. off the top of my head, they're, they got to be damn close. I though. would think. Um. So maybe they can squeak by. I thought. Uh, I, would I feel like they're probably just a few scenes, like throwaway from the original. Cut. And I, I could be wrong here, so don't quote me directly here. But I thought I read literally before we started recording that it might just be like post-credit extra scenes. Okay. So well, that would be smart because it's a three-hour movie. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe they're just literally deleted scenes that they're throwing in. So. Yeah. More than likely, it'll have nothing to move forward with the plot, you know. Which it shouldn't. No, I would. I would you can't hi- mess with it. No, that would be probably smart, not smart of them right. to do that. So we'll see. But uh, I am <laughs> spoiler. Uh, they actually don't kill Thanos. Thanos <laughs> yeah. the world wipe yeah. out. Let's see the new the, version. The new, the new <laughs> footage is actually Thanos like emerging. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be wild. That would be wild. All right, your favorite topic coming up right now. Uh, Warner Brothers officially cast Robert Pattinson as the next Batman. Last podcast, I believe we talked about it. Um, He was in talks, and um, there was some talk that there was another guy. I think his name was like Nick Holt. 
Um, it was between them. Now Robert Pattinson, the Twilight guy, mm-hmm. he is officially the next Batman. Um, I think we also may have talked about the the villains in the last podcast, yeah. but at that point it was just Penguin and Catwoman. The Riddler has also been rumored to be a part of this movie. So I guess my question is, uh, well, before I ask the first one, um, do these villains do it for you? Like, are sometimes what excites you in a in a Batman movie is the villains. That's what gets right. you excited, like the Joker, Bane. Um, yeah. Do you think if it is all three of these guys, do you think that overcompensates the fact we're getting a Twilight Batman, or like what? What do you think there? It's weird because it feels like they're just going back to the 90s mm-hmm. you know we got all these villains in the 90s um okay except for poison ivy and mr yeah Freeze. so let me ask you this would you have rather them introduce a new villain i would have been okay with like a penguin and a new villain yeah. or a riddler I'd be right. and true. a new villain true. Like, i don't think we needed three original original villains. ones you know i think we, they could have been <laughs> a little more creative with that and i think it all it a lot of this comes um will come together with the casting. Like I've right. said for years that I would to love to see right. Johnny Depp as the fucking Riddler. Yeah, it'd be um, that would be insane. I don't know who they're casting as Penguin or Catwoman. Um, I know we talked about the rumor of Josh, Josh Gad. Gad. He'd be a good Penguin. He'd be cool. Um, a rumor that I recently saw. I know we talked about uh, the... You know who would actually be a great Riddler, but they can't do it? Would be Jesse Eisenberg. He'd be a better uh, Riddler than he would... Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Yeah, that, that's, that'd, be, that'd be an interesting take. Um, I know on the last podcast, I think we talked about Catwoman and, um, because she potentially will be in Birds of Prey as well. Um, and the rumor was that the, I don't know her name, but it, the girl from Baby Driver is supposedly going to be yeah. Catwoman. So you would think that she'd be Catwoman here. I don't know if they're connected or anything, but I think I also saw that, the the girl with the big eyes, I don't know her name. She's in that uh, new Chucky movie, and she's also in like Parks and Rec. Oh, Aubrey you, Plaza. Okay, that's her name. I've heard that maybe she would be a good Catwoman. I yeah, could definitely see that. You think so? Yeah, I think she's smoking, honestly. Yeah, but she doesn't strike me as like a badass. I could see it, though. I could see her being like weird. I don't know. I could see her being like a Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Zendaya could be a good bat- a Catwoman. Yeah, that she would be cool, but I don't know if she could. Can she cross over with the uh, her being? Yeah, in I mean, Spider-Man? probably, probably not. But yeah, but you're just saying yeah. in terms of like it would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested in these villains. I'm mo, mo I'm mostly interested in the Riddler. Um, but the fact that they we have all three of them. If we have all three right. of them, and I don't know. Are you overdoing know. it? Yeah, I don't know. I agree, and we still don't know. Have they confirmed if this Robert Pattinson Batman is just Ben Affleck? Taking over Ben Affleck, like is he going to well, tie I in with? Well, I believe he's uh, going to be a younger Batman. So right, I think they're then, totally redoing. But then, are we are we crossing in with like Wonder Woman at all? Like, are we just done with the Justice that, League? That I don't know. That I I think they're starting over, or either starting over, or this is solely a Batman world. There, it's not going to be just like I don't know that for a fact. That's just the vibe I'm getting. Okay. Um, I I think we briefly hit on it, but I have heard a rumor that. Maybe they're going to do the Batman Beyond take. I don't know yeah. the name of the character, but it's not Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So I think that could work. So my question was going to be, what does this movie have to do to work? I know all odds are stacked against it. You are basically saying DC is in the hottest of waters. But what does this movie have to t- do to get you to be like, okay, that's a pretty good movie? 
A lot, I know, but uh, <laughs> I mean, like, what, what? Robert Pattinson can't talk. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. No, um, I mean, like, if, if it was the Batman Beyond Batman yeah. and not a Bruce Wayne, is that new take? Would yeah, that be okay they, with you? It, okay, here, here's my real honest answer. Okay, number one, do not give us fucking backstory of Bruce Wayne's parents dying. I don't care. So similar Assume to Assume the audience knows. Yeah, so similar to what the new Spider-Man did. Because right. they, they didn't tell us how uh, Uncle Ben Assume we know. Died. We've yeah. seen 27 Batman I'd movies. be cool with that. We get it. For sure. So gloss over that. Um, number two, I think they could go darker. I think that'd be fine. Yes. Um, darker always is better. Darker is always <laughs> better. Uh, the other thing with Robert Pattinson, so like Christian Bale was a badass Bruce Wayne. You could almost go with like maybe in like a more advanced technological society. Maybe mm. he doesn't have to be such a badass. He can use like his intelligence. He can oh, use yeah. his money, his technology to be like a more well-equipped fighter rather yeah. than like a hand-to-hand what, like, combat specialist. What would you would you appreciate like a detective style Batman? Maybe not detective. Sort of. I, I get your point. Yeah. Like he's got to. It can't be we're finding clues where it's Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, for sure. But maybe more of like a like a cop type. Yeah, Bruce Wayne rather <laughs> than like a true like detective. Type sure, sure. Bruce Wayne. Cool. All right. Um, I think that comes out in 2020. So obviously we have a little bit to wait, but uh, I'm sure we'll be getting a lot more Batman news in the coming can't future. Wait. Um, all right. Quentin Tarantino is in the news again. He tapped Jared. Carmichael, who I am actually a big fan of, to co-write. This is a really weird combo. A Django Zorro movie crossover movie based on the crossover comic book. Apparently there was a comic book. So here this is interesting because Django caused a lot of controversy when it came out, dropped a lot of end bombs. Um, so that was I mean, that was wild. But now they're throwing it which on one hand, yes, it was controversial, but also I think a lot of critics enjoyed that movie. I think it got it was a lot really of well love. written. Yeah, with just a, obviously it's a Tarantino an excessive movie. amount of it. Exactly, which can be avoided. Um, but then you throw in Zorro, who I don't know has really had success. Like maybe like box office success. I don't no, even the know. Antonio Banderas Zorro. But what, were was, they good movies though? I don't even remember watching. Not them. like great movies, but they're like for their time. Okay, they're popular. Okay, so. Do you think one? But like, does this interest weird. you? No, not really. Okay, it's weird that they're like. I don't. Zorro to me seems like really, really old in times. Yeah, where Django's a little bit more modern. Obviously, it's like slave, like slave area, time. But yeah. Zorro to me seems more like older than that. Okay. Okay. So like the timeline. I don't really know anything about Zorro. The I'll be honest. I know he has a little like sword, and he's and the the Z in your in your stomach, but um. Yeah, so th- does this movie world need another franchise? Like, do you do you see this becoming like a big thing where we get like sequel after sequel with it? So, do I think it needs it? One, do you think the the movie world needs another movie franchise? And then two, do you think this could become a franchise where we get sequel and sequel? I guess I guess it's do you yeah, think yeah. this is going to be successful? Basically, uh, it's hard. Tarantino himself usually can make it happen. Yeah, I just don't think the world will be. I don't. This is just such a weird combo. I mean, like uh, Jared Carmichael and Quentin Tarantino—that's a cool duo. But I just, 
do give me something like original and brand new. I don't know if I need more Django, and yeah. I don't really care for Zorro. I don't, that's just my take. But I have breaking news. Breaking news. No, just kidding. We have confirmed one, two, three, four, five cast members for Space Jam Two. Really? Yes. Okay, I like this sort of breaking news. All right, let's hear it. So they're doing a mix of NBA players and WNBA players. Okay. That's so cool. Nenea Gukumi, she's a famous WNBA player. Okay. Diana Taurasi. Solid. This one's I'm saving that one for last. <laughs> Anthony Davis, shocker. Yeah. Now he's in LA. So Damian Lillard. Okay. Dame Lil. Here's the shocker. If LeBron were, James now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. LeBron confirmed. Uh if you were to give me a hundred guesses, I would have never guessed this. Clay Thompson. Wow. No, I wouldn't. He have is that not either. a like Hollywood type. Plus, he's yeah. dealing with ACL surgery. Yeah, so. I would. I would think that Curry way before Clay Thompson. You would think, huh? So anyway. interesting. So, and then they said that there's going to be a lot more. So, a lot more news or a lot, a lot like more WNBA and NBA players. Okay. That's just like the initial. Okay. Okay. The fact that I don't know if I like that. There's going to be more. So what? There's just gonna be a big ass ensemble of fucking players. Like I don't know. But that's are you here for this movie? One, that's what the first one was. Yeah, but there was a core group. I don't. Well, yeah, that, those will probably be your core group, and okay. then just throw in you know cameos, cameos or something. I don't know. Are you excited for this movie? I mean, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see. I don't it know too. if I'm just, excited. Like I love Space Jam. Yeah, but it's I LeBron. It I'm can a supporter. Never, I don't know if I can. It could ever top. Regular space. Yeah, probably gym. not, but we'll see. I'm here for it, though. I, I'm definitely going to see it. All right. Sorry. I wonder if that's... Is that 2020? Do you know? I don't know. I, I would have so. to think if it's casting, and it's so it's probably coming fairly soon. Okay, uh, moving on. There have been rumors uh, swirling about Marvel introducing Deadpool into the MCU. Um, it's already been confirmed they are... They want him to enter the MCU. Now they are looking at ways to do that. Um... So here are a, f- a, a few reported options, one of which has kind of been debunked, and we'll, t- we'll talk about it, but uh, here are the options. So one, just uh, a new solo m- movie, Deadpool 3, a Disney Plus limited series, and a guest starring role in Spider-Man 3, which is very interesting. So the one that has kind of been debunked before we really like say what we think is going to happen is the spider-man 3 um yeah so i i think that would be really cool if like i could see i could just picture it like um he makes a cameo and like he's about to say what the fuck and then they cut (laughs) like that would be hilarious but they already kind of said probably not going to happen in spider-man I just don't foresee it him getting a limited series on disney plus so that leads me to think that they're just going to include a Deadpool 3 and throw in some X-Men maybe, and that's how they introduce the X-Men and bring him into the MCU. I don't know how they're going to do it. I but. just don't think they need to bring him into the MCU. The MCU is – there's a lot of humor in it, but it's it still feels very real and very, like, serious. Like, you feel like, yeah. like oh, my God, Thanos <laughs> is going to kill us all. Like, Deadpool just makes mockery of that, and it's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, and I, I love Deadpool. I love Deadpool. Um, but like, I just, I feel like the MCU needs to kind of keep that. And here's, here's the weird part for me is like the MCU is definitely going more 
into a cosmic realm, especially with like Captain right. Marvel. Right. So it'll be with weird. Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. The Guardians. Yeah. And it'll be weird to see how Deadpool will fit into it. I'm all, I'm I've said from the beginning I'm here for Deadpool in the MCU. I think if they incorporate it correctly, I think it'll be dope. I just don't see where he fits. But then again, like now now that Disney bought Fox, like I feel like you have to do that in some sort of way. Like are you just going to have a Deadpool universe? So it, it's weird and now the fact that X-Men is over with Dark Phoenix shitting the bed. Yeah. Um I don't know. He's kind of just off in his own realm, so they have to put him with something, I think. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't, <clears throat> especially a limited series, like, I think that would be cool, but I don't I don't see Disney having the balls to put, like, a rated R limited series off the off the bat with their new uh, streaming service product. You know, that's just, yeah. that's just my take. So are we in agree, uh, agreement that, we think if if this does happen, it's going to be just a new solo movie. Yeah, I think so. So, do you think we'll get cameos of other shit in that? I don't know. I'd be shocked. Th- I really would. To me, I think they just do Deadpool <laughs> three and kind of that's it for Deadpool. Really? Okay. And I think that would be a good way to just kind of top it off. But the the, the interesting tidbit for me, I, I definitely could see that happening. I just with this news about the MCU, that always makes at least me think that. It's intertwined somehow. That's just how Marvel fucking works. Yeah. So who who knows? I mean, you, you don't know, you don't know. But but if they're intertwined, then we had Cable played by Josh Brolin in the same universe yeah, as true. Thanos played by <laughs> Josh Brolin. True, because technically he's like not dead. The X Force <laughs> is still alive. Have you seen Deadpool two? Most of it. Okay. I always catch like bits Sorry, of it on I just kind of spoiled it. There, no, you're fine. It's really good though. I fucking love Deadpool. It's the the com- that is my type of comedy. Yeah, like, making fun of the shit. It's it's great. All right, um, let's talk a little bit of Ford versus Ferrari. So the trailer dropped. I think it was during a finals game, right? And we text each other. Yeah. And we're like, damn, this is dope. Um, I guess we don't have to break down the trailer, but I guess what do you think? What do you think of this movie? It looks awesome. I I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I, I I think we both text each other. And we're like, these are the movies we're excited right, for. I agree. So there's actually so just to take it back, I forget what it's called, but um, I don't know if it's Business Wars or something. There's this podcast out there that does major companies versus each other in like the history. So like, okay, the one I listened to was like six podcasts, like an hour each, and it was the NFL versus the AFL. Huh. And it talks about like Donald Trump and like all of these different factors of the merger and all this stuff. And then they did stuff like um, Netflix versus Blockbuster. Okay. Um, Apple versus Samsung or something. So like it's the major players in each market yeah. versus each other. And like did like I would love to see all of those as movies mm-hmm. because I think it'd be really cool. So uh, yeah, just I'm I'm here for. It. I think it's an interesting like story that probably a ton of people don't know about that you can shed some light on. Yeah. Uh, and they got an all-star cast. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Matt Damon, Christian Bale. Um, are there more people? I'm trying to think. It's I been a while since I've I actually know. seen the trailer. I, I need to watch it again. But the, I, so I think I, I this is the point I really want to hit on is like in a world full of like superhero movies and reboots and sequels, these are the real movies that I'm genuinely excited for. You know, not the not so much that it's a true story. I mean, that I do like true stories, but like original movies that have the stars attached. That um, you can just tell by the trailer, it's going to be dope. Yeah. Um, the the director James Mang- Mangold he did Logan, 
I fucking love Logan. Uh, so I don't know. I'm just I'm all in for this movie. I think it's gonna be dope. I think it comes out in November. So uh, yeah, we can, have a little bit to wait. I can but confirm. Uh, so it's got <laughs> Josh Lucas. He was the head coach in Glory Road. Okay. Um, John Berthaw, who played Punisher. Yes, he. I, I like him a lot. He's, um, he's a couple other guys that when you see their face, you would recognize them. Sure. Uh, but yeah, November fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Okay. I'm looking forward to that one. So. All right, uh, moving on. A movie based on the Star Wars Star Wars Old Republic video game is officially in the works. That's we cool. may we may have hit this a little bit, like the rumor aspect of it um, in previous podcasts, but it is official now. Um, right now, it seems like DB Weiss and Davy Benioff, the Game of Thrones guys, are not going to be on board for this movie, which I'm a little bummed out about. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name. But uh, she was the writer for Avatar and... Um, Laeda Caligorgis. Sure. Caligridis. Yes. Caligridis. Yes, that. Um, and and maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she was the writer because I know Scorsese directed it and potentially wrote it. She was either a writer or a producer. Either way, she has been tapped to write this adaptation. Um, let, f- so, number one, do you think the fact that they went away... <laughs> with D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, despite the potential um, backlash that from Game of Thrones, let's let's put that to the <laughs> side. Um, do you think that it? Because I personally think they were per, they would have been perfect for this. And who knows? Maybe they'll sign on and direct it. I don't fucking know. But um, she did write Shutter Island, by the way. She wrote Shutter Island. Okay. Do you think that it's a mistake not putting? Weiss and Benioff on this. I don't know if it's a mistake. They definitely could have brought a really cool, interesting twist to it mm-hmm. um, and tied in some type of Game of Thrones um, vibe, like feel to yeah. it. Um, but listen, Shutter Island is one of the most brilliant, oh, hell written yes. movies yes. of all time. It's wild. Uh, it's shout out Martin Scorsese, it's my idol. Um, so she could do some really crazy, like cool stuff with this. Um, I just think the so, the concept. There's so much we don't know about the Old Republic that they can take it in so many different ways that whoever is doing it can be really creative with it Mm -hmm. and do a lot of really cool things. So as long as they can kind of figure out what their core message is going to be and how they're going to tie everything in, uh, I think it's going to be special either way. I'm I'm honestly excited to see a Star Wars that isn't shrunk down to the Skywalker. Yeah, like like I'm I'm excited to We're venture out into new territory. Yes. Um I I'm I'm really interested in the old republic. I didn't play the old video game. I've heard really good things. This is dope. You, did you did you play it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah, I I am all on board. Like I've heard the story like it's the beginning of the Sith and the Jedi and they're at war like that that alone that that yeah. tagline I'm all in yeah like it's it's gonna be dope I'm especially excited. because they could probably still tie in some of the characters we yeah. know I could see a Yoda cameo absolutely yeah um aside from that though I don't want it to be heavy on the right. old cameos but right like but you could one, like a, like a Yoda cameo I'd right. be cool with that could be like uh well like I don't is Mace Windu like old prob- like that I don't think so okay um but you could do something like well. They fight or something, and they're like, "Well, we need a savior," and like they they think the prophecy is about Yoda rather yeah. than a Skywalker or sure. something like that. They so, like name drop, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. I just I don't want them to still fo- like 
yeah. rely on the nostalgia. I, I want agree. them to break new ground. Right. Um, but I am. I, I do think a little bit of nostalgia is okay. Yeah. Just don't rely heavily right. on it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm really excited for this movie. And I don't, especially the fact that they're just announcing it, I think we'll probably get the D.B. Weiss, uh, David Benioff's trilogy. Then we'll probably get, um, and they'll probably be intertwined, potentially. Yeah, um, then we'll get the Rian Johnson trilogy, and then probably this. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. That's just my guess. But either way, Star Wars they could do it is from, coming. From a nostalgia standpoint, they could do it similar to like Rogue One, where like that one's a little less because we knew yeah, kind of the what story. Happened. But then at the Piece end, it together, they brought in the nostalgia of Vader, of Leia, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And Vader turned into a straight and, fucking badass. Yeah, Grand Moff talking to, can't forget him. Can't forget him. The CGI shit. <laughs> Dead eyes. True. Um, all right. Let's see. A uh, documentary about Mac Miller is in the works. Uh, I, I feel like we all kind of knew this was eventually going to be coming. I am super excited for it. One, I'm I'm interested to see like what medium is going to land this like will it be on netflix hbo like i think I hope hbo I, hbo would be perfect um i hope we get like some family interviews i i hope we get like ariana grande like yeah. people who you wouldn't think would hop in front of a camera and talk like i hope we get those people yeah. like i feel like if you if you ask like the majority of people will ariana grande be on this i would be like nah she ain't gonna say anything yeah. i hope we get her because right. That will give this a, a real feel. And, and some, I, like, that's behind the scenes Oh, and, footage. like, some footage. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. And I also hope that they do it in a way where, like, they can show some of, like, the demons and stuff that oh, Mac yeah. was dealing with and, like, show some of the dark. Like, it's not, like, when Mac, it wasn't always, like, good and happy. Yeah. And, like, he had real demons. And yeah. I hope they show, like, some of that stuff that he was going through and, like, yeah openly talk about that that's what would make the documentary compelling i think i think what made people love mac miller is the fact that it always seemed like he was happy but i think on the inside yes he had those demons and i think that's what will make the documentary compelling right so i totally agree in that aspect um one thing i want to ask you about mac miller and just in general what is your take on like posthumous like music like what like on the one hand like i would love because I think at one point I remember hearing like Mac Miller had like eight albums in the in the vault. In the vault. Would would you be okay with a new Mac Miller album or like I don't want to say like how soon is too soon or do you think they just keep that to themselves? Like what do you think? I think if the family okay's it mm-hmm. uh, and they can like make money off of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with it. I don't know how I feel about it as like an album, but if you could just like with streaming nowadays, you could just release yeah. 15 songs yeah. and, and put them all together. Um, the weird thing. So like, remember when they did the biggie thing where like people would then go collab like on yeah. some of like yeah. that feels that's, that feels like other people profiting off. Yeah. See, I feel like if, if they did it in a way, I, I remember when they had that, um, that big concert, I don't know if you remember, like right after he died, and all of like his collaborators got together on the stage and they performed like his songs and yeah, they that's did shit it. like yeah. that. And it went to his like foundation. I think he has like something called like the Circles Foundation or something. I feel like if you do that, where Diddy put all these people on these remixes of Biggie songs yeah. and maybe did it in yes, a way where it, I still it, don't. 
I I don't know if especially from Mac Miller that'd be weird, but like I don't know I I, I I'm torn on it because I don't know Mac Miller is one of those guys who like his albums are like concept albums and I feel like it'd be hard to put together like that's why I wouldn't do yeah, it in an album yeah true that's fair I just I don't know I I if they do put anything out I hope they wait because yeah. I, I don't know just give it some time to breathe um. Maybe maybe put it out in conjunction with, with the documentary. this documentary. Yeah. Maybe that would work. I don't know. I just like I don't know how I feel for the documentary. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this, but um, I am excited for the documentary. So absolutely, I, I hope it lands at the right the right spot. All right, you want to move into some music? Sure. All right. Um, so you said that you haven't really been listening to the music grind. Yeah, I've been busy. Been I feel that it's all good, but uh, we're still going to kind of break it down. So Dreamville, I know you've heard about the Revenge of the Dreamers 3 on the way. It's been teased probably since like January, I think, where uh, you remember when all the rappers tweeted out their golden tickets and they went yep. to, um, I don't know where it was, but they all got in the studio and were doing their thing. It's finally coming to fruition. We have two new songs. Um more than likely the lead singles for Revenge of the Dreamers 3. It technically hasn't been confirmed, but um, more than likely this will be. The first song is called Down Bad. It is Young Nudie, who is not in Dreamville. He's just a feature. But then we have J.I.D., uh, Boz, J. Cole, and Earth Gang. Uh, so I don't know if you haven't heard this song. But, I haven't. But please fucking listen. You sent listen. it to me, though. It is fucking Fire. I was going through uh, some stuff when you sent it to me. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to, uh, yeah. Uh, this shit's fire. This shit will get you hyped. So maybe you do need to listen. This song is like one of my favorite songs of this year. I I might have said it on this podcast before, but I'm telling you, Jid is JID. Jid, JID, whatever you want to call him. I've heard both, so I'm going to say okay. both. <laughs> I've only heard JID. So that, uh, um, that was some Yusuf, right? That, there. that was some Yusuf shit, huh? <laughs> Um, he is a fucking superstar in the making. This man can rap his ass off. And you did listen did to... Did he do his album last year, right? Yeah, you did it was listen like eight to songs DiCaprio or something. 2. DiCaprio right? 2, yeah. Great, really it fun, was really, really fucking, fucking good. good album. This fucking man on this song, sheesh, this man can spit. There's this one line about like... So the, the chorus is like, I was just down, down, bad. I was going for the crown, crown. And he says, like, Board of Education versus Brown. And he's like, I was born with education. I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> this man can spit. Yeah, he's really fucking good. So give me more Jid, J-I-D on this fucking <laughs> album. I'm all here for it. J. Cole spit. He did his thing. Boz is low-key really underrated. And I don't really know. I know it's a duo, but Earth Gang, I'm really interested in hearing more of. Um, there was only one dude who spit a verse on this song, but I, just based on that verse, I'm here for more Earth Gang, and I think we're getting an Earth Gang album after this compilation. So, Dreamville is fucking killing 2019. Like the new young money, yeah, exactly. And I had that article putting TDE against Dreamville. Yeah. Dreamville is easily fucking winning. 2019 so far so watch out for that and then the other song that they dropped was uh more of like a vibey r&b song it had ari lennox the leading lady of dreamville omen and then the female oh, actually i forgot ty dollar signs on this too oh. and then uh, Dr uh dreezy a female rapper 
who is pretty good. Um, this song is cool. I mean, it's more of a vibe song. I think I think they wanted to promote Ari Lennox, so that's why they put this out yeah. in conjunction with the got uh, or excuse me, um, uh, down bad. But um, it, it's good. I just think Down Bad is a fucking banger. So yeah. on the way home, check that song okay. out. Um, so yeah, I guess like you can, we can talk about this even if you haven't listened to the songs. Um, just are you excited for this album? And what features are you, what guest features are you most looking forward to? So obviously we have the Dreamville Gang, but um, either one, it could be some someone who tweeted out the golden ticket or somebody who maybe didn't and you hope is still on there. Yeah. I need to see who all dropped a golden ticket. Let yeah. Me, it's, let it, me, yeah, it, yeah, no, it's but, a lot. So yeah. um, a lot to choose from, but yes, I, I am excited. Mine if I you am need exci- time. I, yeah. I'll let you go first, but okay. I, so I am excited about <laughs> uh, this album. Anything J Cole does, I'm going to listen. Hell yeah. Um, as you said, Dreamville's on the way up. They have a lot of guys who are right on the cut or gals that are right on the cusp, I feel like, yeah. of crossing into like mainstream. Oh yeah. Um so I'm excited to kind of just see the growth um and where they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also interested to see like is there any concept to this or is it just like yeah. let me just give you ten really good songs and showcase our talent. Either way, like yeah. it's so hard to do a concept album with that Compilation. many people. Yeah. So I- I wouldn't get your hopes up for a right. concept. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't expect it. I, I, I would fucking love that. Yeah. I just don't foresee it happening. Hard. Yeah, but um, one person you, you said who's on the cusp of mainstream, I promise you, mark my fucking word, Jid, J-I-D, like, I'm telling you, he's next. He's a fucking beast. Check him out if you haven't checked him out. But one person I would say who di- I know specifically did not tweet out a golden ticket, but I could definitely foresee this happening and i would lose my fucking mind do you know who i'm gonna say no kendrick lamar yeah I that would, would be would, insane bro i could easily see him like not tweeting out the golden ticket because yeah. if he did people would be freaking out but people have been fiending for this j cole kendrick song so i could easily see that shit Let me i couldn't easily see it i think it would be dope but um one one guest feature I'm really looking forward to hearing is um, uh, Buddy. Actually, too. Buddy, have, have I talked to you about him? He has an album either. called uh, Harlan and Alondra, Ol- I think. It, it's a, definitely a good album. He's on the come up. And then I know Saba got invited. That okay. will be a dope feature. So a lot of, lot of people got the invite. What if, so. what if they did like a... Uh, like the last song was TDE versus Dreamville. Oh fuck! <laughs> I would lose like my shit, bro. Three Dreamville guys versus three TDE. Guys. I would lose my shit. I know a uh, reason. Um, that's kind of the new, the newest signee to uh, TDE. He is. He got the golden ticket, and I know they did a bunch of songs. So, so it looks like Rose is uh, supposed to be on. Oh, did he, he get it. the golden ticket? Looks like he got invited. That's cool. So, uh, Rose would be a good one. Big Crit would be another Ooh, good one. Yes, so. he's dropping an album in July. I'm fucking excited. I for am that. too. You're a big Crit guy. I like Big Crit. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, his uh, Forever is a mighty long time. Beautiful album, and yes, the it fact is. that it's a double album. Like we don't get a lot of great double albums. The fact you can put out 20 songs and they're all great. That shit was great. So yeah, big crit. I for, I totally forgot. Do you have a list right now? Do you just want to reel through the list? Yeah. So this just says over a hundred uh, artists in hip hop 
uh, producers were invited, including, and it just named some. Okay. Um, Big Crit, uh, Mike Will Made It, DJ Khaled, Swiss Beats, Tay Keith, uh, T.I., Rick Ross, Ninth Wonder, and Wale. Huh. That list right there is fucking fire. I'm sure Wale will show out for that, too, so... It's gonna be it's gonna be insane, dude. I, I can't wait. It's gonna be a dope compilation. I could see this being like the Black Panther soundtrack yeah. of this year. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. So let's get this bread. Okay. Just Trey just dropped his phone. This, this is awesome. moving on to the next subject. Okay. The Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals. Tune into Three Pete. You can hear more about that breakdown. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Drake dropped a new two pack song of songs. Uh, best in the world pack. Yes. It, is old Matta. Ooh. <laughs> Put the little accent mark on it. I respect it. And Money in the Grave featuring Rick Rose. Rose. What's your favorite? Have you not heard of these songs? No, either? I did. Oh, I you listened did to both. Okay. Oh, we, yeah, we talked about this. We did. Um, yeah. So give us What's, your background with Omerta. Okay, so this is funny. Um, this man, Drake, is trying to cop my swag. Okay. <laughs> I am Copyright a screenwriter, pending. as you all know, <laughs> as being fans of the podcast. Copyright what? pending. <laughs> Copyright pending. So my first I wrote a mob movie, a drama, back a couple years ago, and it's called Omerta. Omerta is the code of silence code of in silence. the mafia. Um so this motherfucker I, I told I told Brandon this. I saw like what the, the titles were gonna be and I was like, watch. This will be the song that blows up, yep. and then I'll have to go and change my fucking title. Um, so that was funny. So then, after and then the I heard the songs song, first, and yeah. I texted Trey, yeah, because Trey's new my, working project, yeah, my my process, my project that's in the in the works right now is a mob comedy called The Syndicate. The Syndicate, and he also says the Syndicate. <laughs> In at the end of the, the song. fucking song. And then, did I show you today? I sent this to you today, Yeah, right? with his uh, yeah. IG on, post? Yeah, on Instagram, he put he he uh, put this picture of like a stack of money and like the NBA Finals trophy. And he's like, the syndicate got their hands on a bunch of shit. Yeah. I'm just like, this fucking man. But the funny part, the funniest part that connects all this shit, to me at least. So I had this funny moment in the, the syndicate movie that I wrote. Um where there's there's this big poker game and I wrote Drake into In the, the movie. Yes. And so I'm going to use this to my advantage <laughs> and fucking get Drake to be in my movie. Hashtag so. get Trey or get Drake on the syndicate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag that shit all over the place. Um, yeah, that, that shit would be fire. Yeah. I just think it's meant to it be funny. now. It's it meant funny. to be literally. So I listened to it like right when it dropped and yeah. I texted you and I was like, Bro, he said the syndicate. I you know, was wild. What the fuck? This wild. But uh, honestly, honestly, Drake is on this mafia kick lately. Yeah, like I could genuinely ties. see if my fucking mob movie came across his desk somehow, I could see him being like, "That's some mob shit. Put me in that shit." <laughs> we mob it. <laughs> so that would be wild. Um. So are we in agreement that we like Omerta better? Omerta better. I think just and like the thing is, I actually also really like Money in the Gray. It was really good. Yeah. Omerta was just fucking fire. Omerta was the bars. Um. I I would compare it to like God. Not so. In in one regard, I'd compare it to God's plan and the diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Whereas like the diplomatic immunity, people forget that song. That yes. song was bars, bro. Yes, it and was. And so is Amerta. And I don't think Money in the Grave will blow up as the same as God's plan did. But um, it has more of that like trappy mainstream feel to it. Um, another I guess thing we can kind of discuss is. The fact that if we don't if if we don't think that 
any of these songs will blow up like God's plan. Um, are these just Lucy's? Like, do you foresee? Yeah. I guess. I guess my my thing is like, do we foresee Drake's descent anytime soon? Because I I've seen some polarizing things on both of these songs where some critics think that they're kind of weak, and I think I think really? Omerta at least is fire. No, I think Omerta could like his album quality Drake. Yeah, yeah. I just love when Drake raps. Like I think people forget that Drake can rap, and I love when they he proves them wrong because that man, if he wants to, can fucking spit. Um, and I think Omerta did that, but. <clears throat> so let's say we are feeding into the critic, the critics, and you know they're trying to pinpoint a time when Drake is going to fall. Do you think that this is his time, or is For it coming any soon? To fall anytime soon? Yeah, because I, I guess my question is, when the fuck is Drake gonna fall off? Is it gonna happen in our lifetime? I, I don't. It's going to happen in our lifetime. I mean, yeah, but, but like, be, this is, it's hard for me to think about like a hip hop game without Drake. I feel like it would be more um, like he decides to walk away from it rather than okay. he. Okay, right off in the like sunset. Like he falls. Okay. That'd be wild. Because that doesn't happen a lot in rap. I mean, you right. see, like, there's trying to stick. And I hate, I hate to fucking be this guy because you know I love this man. <laughs> but I say, I say it with fucking defense because I defend <laughs> this man with my fucking life. But Eminem, a lot of people fucking don't like Eminem's new music. I will defend Kamikaze to my death. But, like, especially with, I know you're okay with it, <laughs> but Revival. Eee! I don't know, but like Eminem, like he's still in the game. He's still trying to do his thing, and I pers- like he's doing it at a high level. But it's just not getting the 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 critical acclaim it did with like the original Marshall Mathers LP and right. shit like that. So, do you think Drake will stick in the game and just keep putting out music? Keep putting out music. Like the difference is that Drake gets a billion fucking streams on an album. Right. So I don't know. It's 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 a weird dynamic, yeah. but. What, what do you see? Drake's also just not as old as M. True. So, and Drake always talks about retiring, and Drake also wants to do movies, and yeah. Drake's going to do a lot of other Syndicate. stuff to keep him in the, <laughs> in the mainstream, so I just don't foresee that fall. I do want to ask you this question. So, okay. Complex tweeted out, and people were pissed. Okay. Uh, the Drake Times Rosé, pick one, and they named Made Men, Free Spirit, Lord Knows, and Money in the Grave. Yeah, they didn't even name the best one. What what's, it, your, what's your favorite? What's the one on Ashley Rick- Martin Music? No, nah, I was gonna say, what's the song with on? Um, Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Stay what's scheming. that one? Stay scheming. That's it. Exactly. They didn't so even fucking put that people one. People like all of like the first fifteen responses were like, "You Death forgot threats. about <laughs> Aston Martin music." Yeah, that's a good and look. Aston Martin music's great. Yeah, but their best collab is "Stay Scheming." Stay scheming, bro. That shit's fire. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a that is a classic fucking mixtape. Yes, it is. That had bangers on that shit. That's back when you could download that shit on Hot New Hip Hop and (laughs) fucking streaming. What the fuck, streaming? (laughs) And actually, that might lead us into our next thing, and it's perfect. Um, Apple announced the end of iTunes, the end of a fucking era. Desktop, though, right? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it's for like. Yeah, like oh, so it's still gonna be on the phone. Yeah, like you can still go to your phone right now and do like. Well, right now, but they're they're unloading the new iOS, so maybe that's gonna t- get taken off with that. But how would that work? Like, so you're know. just not paying for like you have to have Apple Music. You have to have Apple Music. Okay, so, I think that that's how I understood it. Okay, so basically, and this which is gonna, makes sense. I mean, yeah, and it, it's the way people. Shit if you is buy one towards. fucking album a month, Apple Music pays for itself. Here's the th- just like I, this is like I can't explain it. I just like. 
there's something that feels cool about like owning or maybe not owning, but still kind of owning <laughs> your, your music. Um, I don't know. I just like. I for the longest time I held out Apple Music as long as possible. Yeah, you did. It just kept getting harder and harder. Um, but I I always liked owning yeah quote unquote both. my movie like or the physical, my music excuse the me. physical hard copy. Yeah, it's just I don't know. But now you just you have to have a streaming service. It just is what it yeah. is. And I get it. Um, it's just going to be it's just kind of the end of an era. So, but I guess a fun question that I put in here, and I don't even know if I remember mine, but maybe you do yours. I do. What was the first album and oh. or song that you bought? Okay, I don't know if I remember first album. I can tell okay. you first song okay. was Laffy Taffy by really? D4L. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Um, Mine was probably in like the same time period. So I remember this is this is wild. Okay, I'll tell a little story. So I so my mom is a teacher. She's friends with another teacher and the <laughs> daughter of her friend happens to be my ex-girlfriend, right? So I remember go, and this is obviously before we started dating whatever. This is a long long time ago. So I re- it was so I don't even know why we did this. But like so I set up my iTunes account through their computer. Oh, it was God. so fucking weird. I don't know. And I, I this, you're going to laugh your ass off. So I would like, this is back when like MTV played music videos. Yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I literally got my like hip hop and my like songs that I wanted through watching music videos on MTV right. before I went like to school. Like everybody did. Yeah. I feel like everyone our age did that shit. So I would make this fucking list, right? And I would go to <laughs> this th- their house, and I would download, like, purchase the songs uh. with my iTunes gift cards. And I remember my mom made me get edited versions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's so right. I, I just, I can't remember the exact like first song. I, but I should remember that that time. Yeah. And I remember like I just remember that this one time. I'm just like. Fuck it, I can't find the edited version. And I got like I got like a milli unedited, and I'm listening to that shit, cussing my ass off. That's like, so I can tell you the first album, like physical album I ever yeah, bought. Yeah, a physical album. I could tell you what I. What got was first. yours? So honestly, this is this is weird. I genuinely think the first physical album myself purchased, like personally, not given to me. Was I went to Amsterdam when I was 11. I think I bought the game, the documentary. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I think in the States, I, th- I think the first one that I ever remember buying was the Carter 3. Okay. So mine was Red Light District by okay. Ludacris. Really? And it was the edited version. <laughs> Got that shit do, you from want, do you want to tell Best your Buy? story that, that, about the unedited shit? Oh, uh, yeah. So I think we were like 12. Probably. The first unedited album I ever got was courtesy of my co host here. The Dawn of Entertainment got me Eight Mile. Yes. And my mom took that shit so fast when I opened it because it was a birthday present. Honestly, I don't remember. Like, I feel like I saw it on the shelf and I just got it. Yeah. I didn't even think it was edited or not edited. But yeah. yeah. My mom took that shit <laughs> so fast. She probably hated me at the moment. <laughs> good times, good times. All right, I know you're not you may not be fully entrenched with this fucking hip hop shit like your boy, but we got to talk at the a, moment a little bit about Double XL because I definitely think it's coming soon. Okay. Honestly, in past years like it has probably been out by now already. Um so it it feels a little late. So I kind of want to talk about it. Maybe okay. some predictions. So if you're not fully entrenched into the hip hop 
if you're listening, Double XL freshmen, every year they come out with these emerging rappers and put them. What's that? Sorry. Oh, playing th- a highlight. Oh, I thought you were just like playing some background no, music my to fault. get this shit hype. My fault. Uh, yeah, so every year Double XL puts on this freshman list. They put on 10 emerging rappers and put them on the cover of a magazine and people freak the fuck out and get pissed off and argue about it. And I'm one of those guys. So um, I kind of like to do predictions. Um, this year, honestly, like <laughs> I'm not crazy about the rappers that I predicted. So here's my prediction, and I'll tell Brandon, I'll, I'll say it, and then you tell me if like you've either heard of these people or if you could see them being on the list and all this shit. So one, Lil Baby, I'm not I a have fan. Heard. Not a fan, but especially going. So I went to Omaha recently with a, a couple of my buddies, and uh, a buddy of mine who was driving us around the city had uh, Sirius XM. And so you can listen to like New York hip hop yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. So the I fuck I, all I heard was Lil Baby. The uh, I didn't <laughs> I did not know Lil Baby was as big as he fucking is. So I could definitely see Lil Baby being on this list. I am personally not a fan, but in terms of predictions, I predict him to be on here. Um, same thing goes with Gunna. I think I never really listened to Gunna. Never even heard of him. I think he's more of a R and B like trap rapper, but I think he can sing. Uh, he's kind of on the same level as Lil Baby, so I could definitely see him being on there. Uh, Juice World, this is the weird part about Double XL. Like sometimes they you get these uh, rappers who like they're on the cusp of being really famous and really huge, and they had that one big hit similar to Juice World did with Lucid Dreams. Um, so you start to wonder like they had their big hit, they had their moment of fame. Is their window for Double XL has it passed? Yeah, which I kind of feel like that for Juice World, but at the same time, I, I could see him being on there because he is actually talented. Like I do, I, I he's not my favorite, but Juice World does have the vibes, and I think he's put out two albums now, so maybe that makes him a little too old for the Double XL freshman list. But I'm going to put him on my prediction list anyway. Another one is Megan the Stallion. I don't know if you've seen her. She's really blowing up in the hip-hop Twitter sphere. Um, she, her kind of thing is like she's a hot girl. That's what she calls her peeps. Okay. Uh, all my hot girls. But she can actually rap her fucking ass off. She is kind of a trap rapper, but she's getting some popularity. I can see her being on the list. Uh, another female rapper who I... Don't know if she'll make the list, but <clears throat> out of all these people, I personally think she deserves it maybe the most, and that is Tierra Whack. She's fucking incredible. If you don't know her, go check her out. Um, she's an easy listen. She has an album that is 15 songs, all a minute apiece, so it's literally 15 minutes. I remember that. Yeah, and it, it, she came out uh, with a, uh, like a film in conjunction with it. That was like late last year, right? Yeah, it was last yeah. year. And actually, Chase, who we do the 3 P podcast with, put me onto her he sent me the link and uh i he sent me it a long time before i actually listened to it and i'm glad i did because she is amazing she's really good um so i really think she deserves to be on the list another guy who i've recently kind of um, been put on to especially with the new chance song uh chance feature that i talked about earlier in the podcast but that's ybn corday um, he has the makings to be a really, really good rapper, and I could see him being on this list. Here's somebody who I think 
um, talk about that window. It may have passed, but I think he is deserving, and that's Joyner Lucas. Yeah. Um, he he had his big big moment with "I'm Not Racist." Um, he came out with the song with Logic that was fucking fire. They kind of had that beef, and they squashed it when they put out that song. So that was cool. He also, I think I, I think I shared the video with you, a uh, song with Devil's Work, where he's basically yeah. trashing all these fucking racist people. I actually like that song. He's one of those rappers who like isn't afraid of controversy, yeah. and I think he feeds on it. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of here for that sort of thing. I think he's talented enough to, and he got the Eminem feature, so that was cool. And he spazzed on that song. Um, so I think he's talented enough to be on the list. It's just the question of, um, did his window is it is it passed? Uh, another one who is maybe the window has passed. All, both of these people who I'm about to say, Boogie, who I fucking loved their album. It's not Boogie with a hoodie, not Boogie with a hoodie, Boogie straight up. The guy who was signed to Eminem's label, um, he put out his album Everything's for Sale. Honestly, one of my favorites from this year. And then Buddy, I recently talked about him, uh, Harlan and Alondra great album from last year if you haven't checked it out go listen he's really good another one who i could easily see he's on the same level as little baby we got duh baby um he's a trap rapper and i'm not the biggest fan but he's popular so i could see him being on the list and then two honorable mentions who i could see being on the list I, i one of them i think has i haven't listened to her but um, she's popular enough where I could see it, and I, I'd like to listen to her because I've heard good things. That's Rico Nasty. First, she's good. I haven't really listened to her music. And then one dude who I wouldn't like to see, but I could see it because he's popular with one fucking song, and that's Blueface, the Tatiana song. Um, people go gaga over that stupid-ass song that he raps offbeat and not here for it, but I could definitely see him being on the list. So those are my uh, predictions. I, I put 10 on there with two honorable mentions. So um, actually one that I, now that I think about it, just before we end this segment, um, there's a guy named IDK. He used to be called J IDK, but he switched his name just to IDK. Um, he makes great fucking concept albums. He calls them mixtapes, but they're really albums. He has one about straight up just about money. Um, he has another one. I can't even remember the concept. It's been so long since I listened, but like, um, it's I think it's about him like going to jail or something. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, the reason I bring him up is because he tweeted recently. He's like, um, I've been waiting for this moment for my whole life, and it's coming in a week. So I'm like, okay, that either means like an album. And that's what made me think of the double XL freshman list. So maybe he's going to be on it. So we'll see. So that's, uh, that's, that's all I got for, for music. But I guess, so before we end that, any of those, like one, have you heard of any of them? And if you have, could you see them being popular enough to be on that list? I got no opinion. I do think Joyner Lucas is a good one. Boogie's a good one. Um, again, they both might have missed that the window, the quote unquote window. Yeah, uh, I have heard of like Lil Baby and the Baby. Actually, I've heard of both of the babies. Yeah. Um, Ew. the rest of them I really haven't heard much of. I usually never really know the XXL cast. Yeah. Um, because I just don't pay that close of attention to like the up and comers like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a great breakdown. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. 
Okay, um, so I know we have the three-peat podcast, and that's our sports shit, but I just want to mention that the Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors. We the four North. To, four to two in the NBA Finals. We the North, Drizzy Drake's. It's poetic. Uh, I, I want like my, my, chips, I want with my chips with the dip. It's poetic. <laughs> six and the six, baby. Um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a good series, and... Fun to watch. It was. Uh, if you want an in-depth fucking breakdown, not not really me at all, <laughs> um, but Brandon and Chase, they get their shit. To, they they killed it. So go check out the Three P podcast. Um, Anthony Davis gets traded to the Lakers. Wild shit going on in the off season right now. And then two fun little stories I just wanted Is to one recently of them really say. Fun. Um, no. <laughs> It's not fun, but it's interesting to think about what could fucking happen with this. So OJ joins Twitter. OJ Simpson. The juice is loose. Oh, man. Who the fuck allowed this man to get Twitter? Who? This is not going to end well. Shut this shit down. One, you told me this, that it got hacked on the first fucking day. I didn't know this. Said a murderer or something like that. Yeah, so I saw uh, people retweeting a tweet that said, like, where the bitch is at? (laughs) <laughs> and then I apparently I didn't see the one that said I murdered her or something, yeah. but apparently they said that too. Which I mean, if you're a fucking hacker, that's gold. But uh, <laughs> yeah, prop, <laughs> props, good job, OJ. Yeah. You got us off your scent. <laughs> um, but I he basically uh, from I think that I don't follow his ass. I see the fucking retweets. Yeah, y'all are garbage that follow him. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's doing this fucking thing where he videos himself and just gives fucking takes. I think he's talked about Chris Jenner, which I'm like, bro, this ain't going to end well. Just just get off Twitter. Yeah. You're like fucking Donald Go Trump. live out the get rest of your life. Twitter. Exactly. Go live out the rest of your life and try to find some peace. Yeah. So interesting there. And then Brett Favre, uh, you told me he got hacked. I thought it was insane. I woke up this on Barstool. <laughs> And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He announced me? he's coming back. Yeah, he announced he's coming back. I'm like, this can't be real, right? And you're like, yeah, he got hacked. I was like, okay, that makes Someone sense. Someone posted a video of like uh, really old people, like flag football game. Yeah. And it's just this brittle old guy running with the football. <laughs> they're like, Brett Favre Brett in 2020. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Good shit. All right. So that is our OG podcast. It's good to be back talking all that shit, breaking yeah. it down. So we got that. We got 3P, and then we also have an unfiltered, unfiltered. cinematic uh, Yo, book un- smart. Are You Entertained is fucking grinding. grinding. Content on content on content, baby. Um, so thank you for sticking with us. Um, yeah, you you know the drill. I'm Trey Lesio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden. Music, movies, TV, and we even got a little sports in today. So uh, you know the drill. Brandon, tell them. Stay safe.